what you're yelling for Lay back, it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would see I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one-on-one -on -one, But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like if somebody else gets me frustrated Life's like this You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it No, no, no how are you guys doing? This is Merle Class for bringing my Just a Nobody podcast episode to you. And thank you for tuning in. Whoever you are, wherever you are, in whichever part of the world you are. Thank you so much, guys, for really tuning in. It makes a big difference, you know, as I always say. For those, uh, for those of you folks who are tuning in for the first time, I just want to tell you, thank you so much, you know. Come on, you know, it's like, come on, like, why would you just listen to a nobody? Uh, but anyways, thank you for that. Um, it's been a while since I've been back with my uh, next episode, uh, but I am uh, really thrilled. And today is um, is uh, is a holiday, is a public holiday. So it's um, I said this is the ideal time to really do it. And that's why I'm really doing it in the afternoon, because I'm nothing much, nothing else, you know, to really do, nothing else to do. Um, and, you know, I kind of found time to really put my thoughts together and uh, think about what I want to really talk about. So it's great to be here. I hope you all are doing well, especially because it's a pandemic. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, everything is really uh, uh, different from normal, you know, and I hope uh, we're going to kind of go back to normal, at least somewhere, you know, if not just back to normal, but, you know, uh, at least near it this year. Uh, so um, I wanted to uh, really, you know, I was like thrilled when I when I realized uh, that uh, Betty White is uh, who's an actress uh, in Hollywood. Uh, when I came to know that she was it's, it was her birthday yesterday. Uh, that's a Sunday. I was thrilled because she turned 99 years old and I have never met, you know, of course, I've heard of people. It's not she's she's not the only 99 year old who's living. But, um, you know, uh, I've never met a 90 plus year old person like a 90 year old or a 90 plus year old person. I would love to meet someone, you know, uh, of that age, like in their 90s, because I believe it's like a miracle, you know to live uh, beyond 90, uh, to be 90 and, uh, you know, in, uh, to be a nanogenarian, as they say, because, hey, come on, you know, it's, it's totally a miracle to live that long um, and for them to really come that far. So when it was Betty White's birthday, and we all know Betty White, you know, she is, uh, and she's turning 99, was like, oh, wow, like she's living a miracle. And plus, she's, uh, she, she's living a healthy life, you know, she herself says that. So that is like a complete blessing, 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 you know, to be, uh, to be healthy and also to be 99. Um, so I just wanted to wish her a very happy birthday, many more years to go and, um, you know, always have a very healthy, um, life always. Um, and you know, I was kind of, I was very keen to know, you know, what, what is a secret basically? So I read a little bit about her, you know, uh, in many of the interviews that she does, she's done with various media outlets because she's turning 99 and she says that uh, she always looks at the positive side the outlook of of life uh she she hates she doesn't complain she just hates complaining she doesn't take uh she doesn't take herself too seriously she uses humor as a very uh effective way she says that uh, you just got to enjoy life a little vodka and 
and uh, hot dogs really do well <laughs> and um, she has a golden retriever you know so these are the points that i really picked up about how she has you know she's lived this long not only living long you know you could live long but if you have if you if you're healthy you know and you live long then that's completely a blessing that's something that we all want you know in our lives so uh, these are a few things that she really said uh and uh, i was thrilled uh, you know like uh, if i meet a 90 plus year old person 90 90 plus year old person like a nanogenerian face to face i would adore that person you know i would treat it it's going to be like a celebrity count encounter for me uh because i've never met a 90 year old or a 90 plus year old person never in my life like i've read about them i watched them on television i've heard them speak but i haven't touched someone you know and i want to touch a 90 year old that's what i want to really do you know that's that's my goal that's my goal and i need to meet need to meet someone um uh that uh you know who is uh who is a senior most in that category Um anyway uh I just um was uh, you know I was kind of uh, you know, uh, there was this there was this video of these robots you know which was made by uh which is made by Boston Dynamics and uh where they showed you know the different Boston Dynamics is an organization who's into AI and you know artificial intelligence and they create these robots and these robots many different types of robots so they got all of those robots in one con- in one place like a place and they said you know uh, i've seen that video I- i'm sure that you all have watched it as well where all these robots are performing you know they're dancing and those moves were like mind blowing you know better than any human uh, better than uh, better than the average human being you know uh, out here so so uh there was a song that these robots were really uh dancing on do you like me now because you know we all freak out with robots when we when we when we see a robot or when we watch them you know because robots have arms legs they have eyes and they have a head so we kind of freak out but basically we have been dealing with robots like for so many decades now because computers are basically robots you know laptops are robots a surface pro is a robot but they don't have arms they don't have legs they don't have a head they don't have ears they don't have eyes and therefore we don't really get scared of them you know basically so everything is a robot robots basically help us get work done better faster efficiently using our brain you know uh so uh so i love that video and i want you all to check it out boston dynamics is an organization that has created that uh, has shot that video with all its robots you know doing those dance moves and it's amazing like many people saying it it freaks them out you know watching robots do things but i was like wow technology has really come so far you know that's what we need because uh uh, uh It, you know uh, we've seen in science fiction movies you know in reality but now it's like a reality uh, which really uh, you know makes you think about the geniuses of technology and then i was uh, and then after watching this uh, kind of dance segment i was i wanted to know you know what else does boston dynamics do and kind of did a research about uh, their dog you know they have this robot dog whose name spot that's the name of the robot dog which looks like a dog uh so it has it has four legs a four-legged dog with a head and uh no i don't think it has a tail it, no they don't have a tail but you know it they call it the robot dog created by boston diamond dynamics and they named it spot so now this guy this dog he opens doors uh he delivers packages he works at construction sites you know he goes through mud dirt rough surfaces shrubs and uh he's fully you know he's about 60 pounds with four legs remote controlled he has like five sets of camera that is loaded onto him he's battery operated uh movement is completely controlled by joysticks that is a uh, uh, you know operated by human and uh, he can he can travel like 3 miles per hour uh in a fast mode so he has different modes like he has a walking mode 
this robot dog he has a walking mode uh, he has a crawl mode he has a hop mode and he has a stairs mode like stair climbing mode so it's a computer that gives a 3d view of things and then he has a computer that is loaded on him which gives a 3 view 3d view of things around uh, around uh, the robot you know that gives uh, the person the handler the, the person who's handling that robot he gets that <coughs> that complete view you know 3d view of what's surrounding uh spot now uh many people freak out you know when they see oh my god look at that look at that robot you know looks like a human being look at the robot he looks like a dog he's going to take away our jobs you know uh but i don't think so you know because robots are basically dumb animals they just basically dumb metal objects you know it's a brain behind it that is human a human brain a human a human being programs a robot to behave the way it is behaving you know using codes using coding language using a program so i don't know why people really freak out you know uh with uh, when they see a robot i think robots are great you know uh like uh, there was an interview which was done with boston dynamics and dynamics and the interviewer asked you know the chief there that why why have you created uh, these robots you know the robot dog or these different type of robots that they have now uh, uh the chief said that it's like it's like a mars rover you know which is sent to mars because humans can't go there so basically the main objective of a robot is uh to you know to allow it to go to places that human beings can't reach to like mars for instance or extreme weather conditions a gas leakage areas dangerous or partially collapsed buildings risky places you know where you can't ser- you can't send search and rescue uh, a search and rescue team consisting of human beings there but you can send a robot because a robot doesn't have a heart doesn't have lungs doesn't have uh, blood flowing through a system so if it if it gets destroyed it gets destroyed it's it's run by a program that is created by human beings you know so i really don't understand uh why people are afraid of robots when in fact we've been dealing with robots like for so many decades now the only difference is they're making robots with hands legs with arms legs hands feet uh heads and stuff like that which which really freaks me out but if you ask me i feel it's dope technology you know robots are basically dope technology they need to be here except for of course uh, you know when we're talking about artificial intelligence you know where you we talk about driverless cars that's something that we shouldn't have because of safety concern it's nothing that it freaks me out you know but safety concerns if it's crowded street it could be very 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 dangerous something that i oppose because of safety concerns uh but uh robots now look at the covid-19 scenario where people um you know a small breath a droplet can really spread an infection you know the covid-19 infection so in such environments now spot that robot dog which is created by boston dynamics it's doing a it's it's helping you know in these circumstances they're helping with telemedicine uh, now uh, there are you know these computers that are fitted on the head of uh, this uh, robot and medical staff send the, sends this robot uh, with an ipad you know that ipad uh, that has a two way radio mounted uh, on the on spot's back that's the dog's back and healthcare providers video conference with the patients you know by sending spot there so how beautiful it is you know spot goes there he has an ipad that is loaded on his back and then based on video technology the uh, the doctor speaks to the patient who must be infected or maybe not infected but uh, you know to kind of uh, keep that distance so that there is no spread of infection so i believe you know uh, robots are here to help Are, are basically here to help human beings they're not going to take away our job because they are basically programs with program with codings you know coding language um uh so they just 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 it won't just you know take away our jobs it's just going to make our life much more easier and when people say they freak out with robots i don't think so you know we should really react with that um now this uh, this guy this spot guy 
the robot dog guy from Boston Dynamics. Now he is actually um, uh, this robot goes around, you know, checking body temperature of peep of patients, respiratory rate, pulse rate, oxygen saturation. Now he also does a job of going and disinfecting dis- disinfecting surfaces, you know, at metro stations, hospital tents with ultra white violet light, you know, UV light or other technology that uh, can just be, you know, mounted on the robot's back and you get the job done. So you don't put uh, you don't put human beings you know in uh, in danger uh because of this technology so definitely we need robots you know for the future especially now to uh, you know reacting to the pandemic i mean they're playing a very important role um you know with this pandemic thing so i don't think we really need to be afraid of robots because we've always always been we've been dealing it you know with them we've been working with them and uh they've been a big big support that's what i would say you know i don't think we should really freak out their legs arms legs head etc not freaking out man what we need to really worry about is genetic engineering you know Gene- uh, genetic engineering the sense where they make these uh, designer babies if you remember the the chinese guy do, do you remember the chinese guy uh, the chinese scientist who did who edited the gene to create two embryos that were disease resistant that any kind of diseases you know those uh, embryo babies who turn out to be two baby girls were produced out of it now this chinese scientist he did it in sly because you know uh, scientists are challenged be- they they can't do this because of ethical guidelines but he created two designer babies two baby girls disease resistant using gene editing now see you know when you create a robot now robot is a technical person he doesn't have blood no heart no lungs no kidneys no blood flowing through his cannot breathe nothing you can dis- if if there's something going wrong you can destroy the robot and silence it like there's no uh, there's no murder here but if you use genetic engineering and you create you create two baby girls or you create designer babies and then you say that you did a mistake because you know you're interfering with nature and uh, you've broken the ethical guidelines etc you can't kill those two babies you know like you can kill robots you can silence a robot but you can't kill two babies because that's murder you know those designer babies have blood they have lungs they have heart they have they can breathe etc so that's the difference you know with artificial intelligence or robotic engineering as compared to genetic engineering we need to be afraid of genetic engineering than artificial intelligence that's what i believe because robots are really helping us get the work done you know like i loved uh, and they also really funny like this this robot called sofia very popular one she was on jimmy on jimmy fallon showing show doing a car karaoke with him you know uh uh in one of jimmy fallon show and it was so beautiful like i loved it you know she blinks she smiles uh she's a social robot her artificial intelligence that processes you know visual data emotional data and based on that she builds relationship with with people and i think it's great you know we should use be having more robots you know help us like i was watching this movie robot and frank i don't know how many of you have watched the movie now uh frank is an elderly man a senior man living alone in his home and uh, his son and daughter really worry about his uh, health condition um and he has a past history of being you know of uh, robbing banks and robbing places and stealing stuff and th- things like that now he's living alone but he's senior he's seen him most and kind of losing his mind so his son says that you know uh let's uh, let's give him a robot so he brings a robot to help him during do his normal work like cooking gardening and seeing that you know uh, frank takes his medicines on time the elderly man takes his medicine on time etc so the robot was really helpful now rob uh, frank this elderly man uh you know um develops a relationship with his robot like almost real you know they start he starts liking the robot because uh, the robot is smart he uses artificial intelligence to speak to the old man did you take your medicines you time to take your medicines what do you want to, what do you want to uh, what do you want to eat and he cooks food except cooks food for this guy so um 
now uh, but frank uses the robot to kind of uh, steal some jewelry and you know uh, steal some banks stuff like that he misuses him to do stuff for him such that you know uh, when uh, the police really in this movie when the police really think that it could be frank who robbed you know a necklace from some place uh the robot tells frank that frank it's time to erase my memory like you know erases uh, the computer memory and make him like uh like le- le- let him start from before like erase him completely like format format the robot completely because the robot himself says that these authorities who are after you the police can really you know download my memory and find out and confirm and use that as evidence against you so i love this movie you know robot and frank check it out it's uh it's 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 really nice it's fun as well so frank says no i can't do it to you i don't want to i don't want you to lose your memory you know uh i don't want to erase it at all but then the robot is convincing him you have to do it as you'll go behind bars you know because i know exactly what you did that day when you robbed that necklace you know and uh, the police could download my memory and you could go behind bars you know so um you could go in prison and uh, so uh, frank finally decided okay just let me erase his memory and he silences the robot and the robot is dead and you know all he needs to do is now restart the robot it becomes fresh he doesn't have any memory left so um, it's like that you know so artificial intelligence or robotic engineering is basically that you can kill the robot you know if it's uh, if it's not if if it's not doing the job or maybe if it's uh, if it's interfering with uh, the normal way of life but you can't kill a designer baby that has been created through robotic engineering and that's what is dangerous we need to keep uh, we we need to keep an eye on robotic and uh, genetic engineering than artificial intelligence after artificial intelligence something that is useful you know it's going to help human beings but if genetic engineering takes over we all going to be dead because it interferes with nature you know we'll be busy creating uh, babies who are completely disease resistant we'll create babies that run faster than usain bolt we'll kill ba- we'll create babies that are tall strong muscular you know without weight training etc like naturally muscular who can fight wars we'll create babies that are cancer resistant hiv resistant you know so all i'm trying to say is be afraid of genetic engineering that can create designer babies not of artificial intelligence or robots because you can knock down a robot you can erase its memory you can silence it you can format it and make it like come back to from where it started but you can't silence a baby a designer baby that was artificially created because that baby has blood has all the organs of the body can breathe like all of us and that's what we need to be really be worried of you know that's what i was thinking because i love that video i want to check out go to boston dynamics uh, maybe website or go on youtube and check out that video where all the robots the dog spot is there and then you have the other robots you know um uh from dif- different dif- the standing robots and you know that look like human all of them dancing and it's beautiful man i loved it i really loved it so go check it out if you have uh, if you get an opportunity that's what i want to say uh because it's it was mind blowing it was really mind blowing anyway um 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 i was like uh, we all know what happened in the united states on the 6th of january it's going to be a very uh, it was a very sad day there where everything was looking normal you know and it was a working day everything was looking normal and suddenly you know out of nowhere there was this riots um, in the most sacred building a most sacred place in the united states which is a capital it's like the parliament in india you know the parliament house in india or in in the united kingdom it's this is the capital building you know in the house where legislators lawmakers they sit they make laws it's one of the most important branches of government you know um uh, the legislative branch of government 
so when that happened it was really shocking it shocked the world you know what's happening like you know a country the united states of america is a beacon of uh, the uh, the symbol of free of the free world you know it is the most powerful country in the world but it is the symbol of, of of a free world of democracy people look up to the united states you know so it it just sent the whole world in very frantic you know way like you know what's happening like how did this really happen and uh uh so i was uh, i was shocked too because uh, this has never happened in the history of america um you know where everybody like people uh, in the country within the country themselves got so violent you know the threat was from inside not from outside and that was really shocking so um but but in despite all that happening and what non democratic countries are really you know a kind of celebrate maybe really celebrating right now you know uh, uh demotivating the world towards democracy i just want to say that government is important democracy is important no matter what happened in the united states you know the world still respects and believes and has faith in the united states democracy it's just a one off thing it's never going to happen again i don't think it's uh, personally i don't think it's ever going to happen again it was just the wrong person in charge you know that made this happen but it's never going to happen again because it has never happened ever in the past and it's never going to happen again in the future but of course democracy is fragile and we need to kind of protect it you know and uh it's like uh protected secure it uh and uh, it's sacred it's sacred right now undemocratic democratic nations um are kind of using w- using what happened in the united states capital to kind of uh tell people that see i told you you know i told you that democracy doesn't work it works that's the only thing that works right now it may be not it's not the best thing that works but it is better than any type forms of government that ever exist in the history of mankind today democracy you know government is important we have seen it uh we have seen it happen uh you know we have seen it in the pandemic that how important government is not only uh making sure that you know people are taken care of vaccine productions happen they distributed on time etc but government is important no matter what but we have this political uh, it's people you know that who need to kind of believe in this democracy thing they need to believe that in the power of democracy and as we have this political spectrum now many people say you know hey man i don't believe in politics i don't want to interfere in politics i don't want to talk politics you got to talk about politics you know you are the people politicians of are basically servants you know uh servants of the people they're working for the people so it is important that people really participate in democracy in the government so we have this huge political spectrum you know of people we have people uh towards the extreme left we have people towards the extreme right and then we have people all in between that uh, those two corners who are all in between and then you have the creative kind of people which uh, you know they are like i see them as clouds you know about this entire spectrum like they're be- they busy creating you know innovating and stuff like that you know the zen zen kind of people and then you have this other type of uh, uh people in this political spectrum who believe in alternative reality alternate reality you know um so when when i look at this political spectrum and i see extreme right and extreme left you know they're neither right they're neither left but they're just like too extreme i see these people basically as always being angry you know they're always complaining they 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 have this approach like you know i will teach you a lesson kind of approach they're violent they're easily bullied you know easily influenced as well they they have this blind loyalty uh, towards uh, towards someone or something and they stick by it no matter if common sense goes against their belief you know uh so they're easily hypnotized as well the people who be- who belong to the extreme right or the people who who are extreme left both sides you know you have these extreme people who have these 
these have these ideologies you know that they uh, no matter what kind of common sense you use on them that hey man that's wrong you know i mean see i have proof i have evidence i can do some math to show you that your belief it doesn't really fall into you know it doesn't fall right you know but no matter what they're going to change and then you have all those people in between those extreme right and extreme left who are left right and i believe that's the safe place that's where we all need to be you know you can be creative thinkers like a cloud about all this uh like the zen kind of people or you can be people who are in between neither extreme left neither extreme right but they're right in between and we need people on both sides you know that's how democracy survives opposition is good healthy opposition is good and we need people on both sides because that's a safe place you know and these these are people who believe in common sense they're more democratic uh there's equal number of people on both sides the better they believe in opposition they believe in equity equality peaceful protest they believe in vote based on policy like voting based on policy and that's where i think we all should be or we should be create people being extreme left extreme right can be really dangerous on both sides and then you have these freaks you know who believe in alternative alternate reality that is a place that is outside the normal uh, you know thinking like they they believe in hypothetical concepts you know a parallel universe they they always you know they believe they, they they're actually you know basically in a cult they believe in conspiracies they believe in lies you know fraud paranoia uh, so that's the alternative reality and that's a po- political spectrum that i you know people that fall under the political spectrum come from different uh, you know aspects of life and that's how i kind of jotted it down and i think it's best to be right in between you know um uh, that's uh, and that's what the the what happened in capital was was really shocking but it is a, it's a one off thing it's never going to happen again it's never going to happen believe me you know i'm saying it i i've kind of i just just jumped to conclusions i really thought about it's never going to happen the respect and faith that the world really has in america still exists will always exist it's just a one off case you know the only thing is it happened it's real it's an open wound right now and it needs to be medicated it needs to be bandaged and allowed to heal you know people have to unite i'm not saying that everyone has to be have the have the same opinions they need to have the same beliefs uh all i'm saying is that being that extreme left and the extreme right you know is very dangerous it's very dangerous everything is a living document we believe in rules regulations it's a living document the constitution constitution of every government is a living document you know changes with time differences are good for democracy that's what i believe but not that extreme right and extreme left differences you know that's scary that's what divides us you know and then 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 we use oh yeah you know i have the freedom i have the freedom of speech to say what i want to say wow yes that's a very important uh, element of government you know uh important elements of government is the ability to vote for your government the majority the majority of people who vote for one person the person becomes a winner and you got to accept it you know you have to accept the winner even though if you have not voted for the person but that's because that's democracy we've signed to it right freedom of expression is what you get because we are uh, uh, because countries are democratic freedom of religion is another thing that you have you you have the right to gather with others to protest policies or dismiss or discuss needs you know government officials in a democracy are accountable for their actions everybody is supposed to follow a law in a democracy because a, a, a democracy is is a country that uh, that allows you that that make that you have to abide by the law of the land you know i still faith in have in america i still have faith in america no matter what happened because it's just one of thing it is still a symbol of democracy and we cannot really forget that uh, you know freedom of expression became a big thing you know where in um, when uh, when uh, many twitter accounts were kind of uh, blocked 
some of them got life term blocks and some people uh, are suspended temporarily now many people came saying this is not freedom of expression freedom of expression could uh, no matter what you say you know you should you should not be banned or you should not be blocked uh, on twitter or on social media or whatever but hey man you know if the freedom of speech you if you just you know sh- yelling fire in a crowded theater you know you are inciting violence so when you're inciting panic hate violence then you're breaking the law you know of the freedom of expression there's a limit to everything you know you can't just go out uh, freaking out and saying whatever you want or going out and just uh, having a muslim ban on muslims entering a particular nation you can't do that that's freedom of expression if you do that you're going against the normal funders of democracy you know uh so uh so everyone just freaking out about you know what happened and what how the world is really world is proper we still believe in the democ- uh that the united states is a very fair and very we have full faith in the democracy of the united states the only problem with what i would say is racism today is uh, martin luther king day king junior's day of course his birthday was on the 15th of january but it's celebrated today uh and uh he fought against racism you know uh which is so true i mean that is something i don't know why it's been 400 years and this thing has still not gone out of this system i believe in democracy of the united states but when it comes to racism why do i still see george floyd still happening cases like george floyd still happening you know that is something i really can't understand i don't know why it's not getting out of this nation's um, you know the division that really exists it's because of this it's nothing else so uh like if you look at the capital uh hill the, the violence that happened at the capital and the people uh the way the people protesters or the writers were really treated uh at the capital was very different from black lives matter movement that you know where the protesters went out now the way uh protesters of the black lives movement uh were really tear gas they were armed guards they used force against the protesters they were very aggressive they used rubber bullets etc but protesters at the capital they were allowed to roam freely i mean there's so much of security at the capital but still it was surprising to see that they really gotten so far you know and did the damage that they really did because no one really took them seriously no one really thought that you know white folks really go so far and do some damage like this so that is uh stereotyping you know people whether it's white the way you look at them and the way you look at black so I'm not saying democracy is the best thing that America has it's a one off thing that this thing happened that the uh, it was the building which is a very important part of the government was threatened it's just a one off thing everything's going to be back to normal the world still believes and respects and has faith in american democracy what we what needs to change is the way people are treated based on their color racism george floyd was a recent incident that happened last year you know So I want to play uh, a bit you know uh, by uh, Dave Chappelle. Now Dave Chappelle uh, if, if if you're you're listening to me for the first time I love him as a comedian because um I started watching him like about 5 years ago but he's been in the business for about decades now. Uh I learned a lot about America from Dave Chappelle uh and John Stewart uh, and many comedians because uh, comedy is not fake or it's not false it's real life experiences that these comedians really share you know with you now dave chapel is uh um, he shares uh, his experience uh, talking to the police and uh, this particular segment that i'm playing it's so much relates to what happened at the capital and what happened at the B- the black lives matter uh movement you know uh, the way people at the black lives matter movement were treated was completely different from the protesters at the capitol hill and why did it happen 
you know. So uh, I wanted Dave Chappelle to really come out and talk about it. But I found a great comedic segment, which is about like 20 years back, uh, which so much relates to what we are talking about right now. So I want to play it right here. And then we talk about it after uh, it's done. Here it is, Dave Chappelle, about 20 years ago. Black people are very afraid of the police. That is a big part of our culture. Don't matter how rich you are, how old you are. We're just afraid of them. We got, we got every reason to be afraid of them. You know what I mean? Like, you're a white lady. You ever been pulled over before? You know, and then what they say, let me see your driver's license and your registration, right? See? See, I'm just guessing. <laughs> That's not what they say to us. You wouldn't believe what they say to us. Spread your cheeks and lift your sack. Like, what the fuck? Excuse me? You heard me spread open your cheeks and lift your sack. I got a driver's license, too. There's easier ways to prove who I am and shit. What does that prove? I can't go to the bank like that. Cash my check. What do you mean you don't have any ID? Wait a minute. Sorry, Mr. Chappelle, right this way. Why didn't you spread your cheeks in the beginning? Scared of them. I'm serious, man. You ever be at a red light, the police might pull up next to you? It won't be no big deal for you, but you know what? I'll fucking fall apart. Oh, 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 no. oh, don't look over there, nigga. But I didn't always know that was a black thing. It took me a while to figure that out. I learned, I learned that shit in New York. I was in New York City. Now, I was hanging out with a friend of mine. He's a white guy, you know. We were just hanging out. And we were lost in the city, you know, we were smoking a joint. Now, I don't know if it was a coincidence that we were lost and high and shit, but... <laughs> My white buddy, he was smoking a joint. Dave, Dave, it's the goddamn cops. I'm gonna ask him for directions. I said, Chip, no, Chip, don't do it. It was too late. He was walking over there, this man was high as shit. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Touching him and shit. Excuse me. <laughs> Need some information. Uh, start confessing things you shouldn't confess. I'm a little high. <laughs> All I want to know, which way is Third Street? The cop was like, hey, take it easy. You're on Third Street. <laughs> you better be careful. Go ahead, move it. Move it. That's all that happened. That's the end of the story. <laughs> now, I know that's not amazing to some of you, but you ask one of these black fellows, that shit is fucking incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I'm saying a black man would never dream of talking to the police high. That's a waste of weed. <laughs> that's, that's a great segment. A funny one, okay? That's what comedians do. It's a funny segment. But hey, man. It's delivering a message of, you know, how he was just driving with his friend, Chip, a white guy. But the guy was just not afraid, you know, of the police. Although he was smoking a joint or whatever, something that is illegal, he approached the police, you know, in those circumstances. So that's the difference, you know, Stereo that's stereotyping the way uh, uh, the way we look at whites and the way we look at people of color. is completely different, you know, so that's what need to, needs to change. Uh um, uh, and that's what I feel, you know, uh, as of uh, what's what's happening right now. Anyways, um, I am so uh, um, I am very worried about the Wednesday, um, the Biden and Harris uh, inauguration ceremony that is happening just down the road, uh, you know, at the Capitol. And uh, uh, and I 
you know, with so many security concerns uh, that are floating around, I just hope that the inauguration is not delayed by even a minute. You know, it should not be postponed. It should not be postponed for any other day, you know, even by a minute. But I hope, you know, I wish that this inauguration was uh, was held inside the Capitol building than outside per usual, like it's always held outside the Capitol building. But I hope because of these concerns, they they... You know, they have it inside the building. But whatever the decision that they made, I hope that and pray that everything goes smoothly at the inauguration. There is no real problem there because um, uh, it has to happen. The inauguration has to happen and it should not be like, you know, no way that it should be postponed for even a minute like now. You know, it's uh, it should happen uh, no matter what. So, um uh, uh, so that's what I was really thinking about uh, right now. Um, anyway, um, you know, I was I did this uh, I did this bit at uh, what is it? What song was it? Uh, yeah, the Harry Styles bit. I, I'll kind of I'll kind of sing it again. I won't play the recorded version, but I love this Harry Styles song. You know, with the the carpool karaoke. Uh, where he's singing uh, the sign of the times and it's so true you know it's a perfect song for the sign of the times like the pandemic and everything that's happening like uh, I'll sing it maybe I'll, I'll end this episode with that bit I love that song you know you must check it out Harry Styles uh, sign of the times and I love it even better when he does a carpool karaoke with uh, James Corden at, at in the late 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 show with James Corden I love that you know I'll sing that bit of a bit later anyways um i uh was uh you know uh, we all have this habit most of us like you know we say the prayer before meal and uh, it's because it's you know you you grew up and your parents really teach you to say that prayer and you say it and you say it for the sake of it but these days since the pandemic has happened i say the prayer before a meal like really meaning it you know because there are so many people out there who have to skip a meal or don't get all three meals in a day you know I can't imagine not being able to eat because my mind won't work I won't be able to read I won't be able to study I won't I won't be able to work I won't be in a proper state of mind at all if you know uh if I'm not give if my if I'm not eating you know my at least my normal meals so these days when I say a prayer before a meal prayer a prayer before meal uh i really mean it like i really thank god for giving me this food you know uh, uh uh during this pandemic and this difficult times because uh, uh so that's what i'm saying you know i i wish that everyone got the opportunity to eat no matter what the bank account uh, how much of money does the bank account really have? Because it's food. It's something that will keep, it's, it's humanity. It's, it's a basic right. It's something that will keep you alive a little, you know, there's going to be a peace of mind if you eat well. You can do what you're supposed to do with your life, you know, whether you're working, whether you're studying, whether you're reading or whatever. You can't just deprive someone without food and expect them to live a normal life. And I believe that Food should just be a basic grab. It should be free for everybody. No matter what, even if you have zero dollars in your bank account, you should be able to get your meals, you know, three meals per day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm not saying that people should get a paleo or paleo, whatever, whatever, however you pronounce that name, or keto or Atkins or vegan or organic diets. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about basic Right, you know, basic food. And that's why I say the, a prayer before my meals. Like I take it really seriously because I can't imagine a life or a day or a moment where I'm not eating food. You know, it really, it, it's, it will freak me out mentally, basically. I would not be able to do anything. Uh, so I really... Uh, Thank God that whatever basic things I eat, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to eat that and get that food uh, opportunity to eat. And I hope that uh, the world, you know, all world over, they just make food free for everybody. Basic food free. That's what I'm talking about food. 
I came across uh, <laughs> talking about food, 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 food. I actually came across uh, this um, this video bit. Uh, I think it was from a European uh, Twitter handle or something. Uh, where the European Food Safety Agency, okay, uh, which is a part of the European Union, uh, it has f- approved mealworms, which is a yellow-looking worms, yellow-looking worms, as an official human food. So now Europeans anywhere in Europe uh, are allowed to eat mealworms, which is yellow-looking worms. You must check it out. I'll maybe put a link there. Um, you know, in my notes, uh, when I published this episode. Uh, So and even sellers or uh, people who cultivate them, you know, grow them and then feed them and stuff like that, they are also allowed to sell them to people. And um, like, I remember buying worms, like, you know, as a school kid, after school, I used to go to this worm shop, get worms for my fish, you know, I had, I had like, uh, two goldfish and one, um, uh, there was this black fish that we had in a fish tank. Of course, my cat uh, jumped into it and destroyed uh, and killed all three of all those three fish. But uh, I remember, you know, I used to buy worms for the fish, for for fish, Um, and uh, that's the my only connection with worms. Like, but eating worms, nope, never. Sayonara, bye, tata, thank you, namaste. Never going to happen. Yeah, I'm never going to eat worms. Like, hey, man. And these mealworms that the European Food Safety Agency has approved, they're not basically, you know, these adult worms. They're basically larvae of beetle beetles, you know, these insects beetles. So they are, uh, they are eggs basically in the egg stage. So in the metamorphosis of beetles, you know, egg is the first stage. Then you have the larvae. Then you have the pupa. And then you have an adult, you know. So these are the four stages of metamorphosis of a beetles or beetles so so uh so these mealworms are basically larvae they're basically eggs so imagine if uh, you know um you don't cook them properly and then a larvae which is half alive really gets into your uh, stomach and then it undergoes metamorphosis in your stomach and becomes turns into a beetle inside your stomach okay this is hypothetical this is alternative universe alternative rea- alternate reality but hey man Mere worms, you're going to eat beetle larvae as food because it's high in protein, it's high in fat and it's high in fiber. Like, hey man, worms. So I saw this video, you know, of um, after this approval by the European Union, uh, people are like, you know, busy sprinkling worms in, in, in their food. Uh, you know, frying them and boiling them and powdering them, putting them in their curries and stuff like that. I was like almost about to puke, you know. I was about to throw up basically when I watched that video. Like, hey man, what the hell? But then uh, I was watching that many, many people in Africa, Australia and New Zealand have already been eating these mealworms and now it's official even in uh, in Europe, I guess. Um it's really strange. I'm sure the Chinese may be eating it and these East Asian countries are already eating it, but it's not happening in India. I don't know about the United States. It's not happening in the United States as well. But for, hey, for me, nope. Nope. No, no, na sayonara. No way that's happening. I'm never going to eat these, uh, uh, these, these things. No, no way. Hey, man. Hey. No. Nope, no mealworms for me. They're not going inside my mouth. No matter how, I can get my proteins and fat and fibers from so many other foods. Hey, man. Whatever. Uh, Right, so uh, today is Martin Luther King uh, Jr.'s uh, birthday. Kind of actually celebrates his birthday on the 15th this month, but it's celebrated today, like the Monday uh, the third Monday of uh, January. That's a common uh, way to celebrate it. But on uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s day, the most peaceful, non-violent, civil, uh, he, he, he changed so much in America, you know, because of his non-violent and uh, peaceful protest that he did. And there's one 
one thing that he said that sticks and so is fits so well in the kind of environment that we live in where he said that we must rapidly begin the shift from a thing oriented society to a person oriented society so we'll just repeat again we must rapidly begin the shift from a thing oriented society to a person oriented society when machines and computers profit motives and property rights are considered more important than people the giant triplets of racism materialism militarism are incapable of being conquered which is so 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 true racism materialism and militarism which are the three giant triplets that need to be conquered that needs to be abolished but if we keep giving more power to machines and computers and profits and property rights and we keep uh, being thing oriented rather than person oriented it's very it's going to be very difficult to conquer these three evils of racism materialism and militarism so i just want to end this podcast with this beautiful saying which is so relevant he must have said this like um, 50 years ago you know but it is relevant even today because we are a thing oriented materialistic society the rich have a better opportunities they have better platforms they have uh, uh they um you know they're given uh, uh more platforms as compared to people who don't have that money in their bank account so that's all that i'm saying and uh, i just wanted to end this podcast with martin luther king junior's uh, great saying uh so that's all that i had for uh, this week i just want to kind of uh Uh don't forget if you want to write to me write to me at justnobodypodcast@gmail.com I really appreciate that you listen from wherever you are whichever part of the world I really appreciate because it takes a lot at least for me if I'm tuning into someone's podcast or radio episode or television or I'm reading something it's because I believe I want to you know and that want is what uh kind of makes me a somebody in some sense when I'm just a nobody you know Uh so so don't forget my my email is just a nobody podcast at gmail.com and I want to do this bit uh, with the uh, the Harry Styles uh, song uh the karaoke that he does with um who's this he does with uh James Corden so I want to kind of sing a little bit with uh, uh do the karaoke with them and I'm not kind of playing the old version I'm, I'm singing live now um and then i'll come uh, we'll sign off after that uh, so here it is harry styles couple karaoke with uh, james corden at the late late night show and the song's name is signs of the times here it is just stop you crying it's a sign of the times Welcome to the final show. Hope you're wearing your best clothes. You can't bribe the dough on your way to the sky. You look pretty good down here. But you ain't really good. We can have a long winning marathon. Why are we always sucking running from the bullets? The bullets. Ready? Just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. We got to get away from here. We got to get away from here. Just stop your crying it will be all right They told me that the end is near We got to get away from here We can't stop We should open up 
before it's all too much. We got to get away. We got to get away. We got to, we got to That was a great song. It's, it's so relieving. It's like, you know, gave me that zen kind of feeling. It's like, hey, man, I love this feeling, you know. So uh, go check it out. You know, I, I love the better than the original. I love this karaoke thing. Doing it with uh, James Corden. I love James Corden. He's a great late night show host. Uh, that's a song by Harry Styles, Sign of the Times. And that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, thank you so much again for listening. Until next time, baby. Bye, 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 bye.